Hey, 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 uh, and crisis on the beat, what up? Uh, a little handy and a turkey burger and a couple cigarettes and Alright, 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 I'll rap, huh? Hey, hey, yeah, it's young Maccabee and Rhapsody Tell these motherfuckers that they haven't heard the last of me All over the map like your latitude Rhyming with an attitude This is the beginning, you ain't even got the chapter yeah. two I don't have to battle you, I'm better than you is Fool your old balls, you ain't worthy of new shit Corey and Topanga, you can watch a boy me Welcome to the Me, My Thoughts and Eyes podcast A podcast where I sit and hit record on some of the things that I've just been thinking about And um, so today... What I've been thinking about, first, uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, some very, very somber news that I received on on Friday. And the whole day, honestly, was a little, little upsetting because also I want to say rest in peace to Botham Shim Jean. Um, and I apologize as I butchered that name. He is the man in, in Dallas who was killed by the police officer who um, allegedly thought she was walking into or thought she was being robbed or whatever. Basically she went to the wrong floor in the apartment complex and went to what she thought would have been her room and couldn't get in. They had the keys and obviously the key was not working. I think they were electronic keys. And then so from other reports I heard, um, I don't know how 100% factual they are, but allegedly she was kind of knocking at the door and, and being on in a good bit. And so when, Botham answered the door. She assumed that he was an attacker or a uh, a robber or whatever, and so shot and killed him, which is ridiculous. So rest in peace to him. And so, and and then another that I think about piece of news today that that kind of got to me a little bit was the the tasing of this eleven uh, year old girl for supposedly stealing food. Um, like that's just ridiculous. Um, I. It's just, there's no other words for it. Just out of out of control, which is nothing new, unfortunately. Obviously, there's a lot of crazy issues going on, but it's just, it doesn't take the bite away whenever you you see the headlines. And, and I think the thing that really was pissed me off the most about this situation is just the reaction that I saw online with so many people just, well, she shouldn't have been stealing or whatever and i'm like bro like where is your humanity this is an 11 year old girl who was tased you don't think that's a bit of sec- excessive like at all people just can't well when it comes to black people and black kids i put it that way people just can't seem to look past the the incident though well if they wasn't doing this, then this wouldn't happen nobody can see but even though and and they also completely overlook all of the other situations where black folks were doing nothing wrong, i.e. Uh, bottom. So what, you trying to say this man shouldn't have answered his door when somebody was at it at his apartment? What are you saying? He shouldn't have been living there. That's his, that's on him. So, so with this tasing, it's like people just can't seem to look past like, yeah, maybe that particular situation or what that person was doing was not necessarily a good thing, but we're talking about the, the excessive response to it. And, and folks just really can't seem to wrap their mind around that. Or they don't want to. I'm put it that way. They, they will when it, when it comes to, uh, white kids and adults. Um, and sometimes white adults who are referred to as kids, even though they be like 30, 
But it was like, oh, he's just a, he's just a kid trying to, and he's thirty five. Get out of here! But they just just folks is folks is racist, basically. That's the bottom line of that. Ain't no no ways about it. Even even our own, because I've seen, I know, and when you look at Twitter, you never really, really know exactly who is uh, real and Abby is real. But I'm willing to bet, like some of these black people that I saw on Twitter. They, they're real black folks. And so it's unfortunate when you have the oppressor's mindset so, so deeply in, ingrained within you that, that that's how you feel and, and you internalize these situations that way too. That's just a couple of the things irritating me. So Botham and, and, uh, this young girl were, were sort of the, some of the earlier news I saw that had me feeling a little somber. And then the weather too, just rain and rainy day was, um, Adding on to it, and then when um, LB hit me up with the yo Mac died, and I'm not gonna lie, that you know that hit me a little, a little harder than I thought it would. I ain't crying nothing like that, but you know it's just like a like dang for real though, like Mac Mac music, like it, it, I think it just was was surprising. I mean, I know he was going through and having his issues, but I thought maybe you know hey. He had kind of made his way through the tunnel and was seeing brighter days, but it's a unfortunate situation. Regardless, he was so young. I, I keep forgetting that you know he's quite a few years younger than me, and and so it's always upsetting to to see those situations happen when young talent and just just pass away and been in such somebody who is been described as such a bright and loving and uh person and sharing and giving person to unfortunately have those demons that that they're battling with is every time that story never gets any better but one of the reasons why i would say this hit me a little harder than i i thought is because i just realized how long i've been a fan of mac like i i'm i never would put mac in my top five or ten rappers like he doesn't come up but i've been listening to mac for like 10 years, you know, that's a, it's a pretty long time. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of his music, especially his last, well, I, this most recent album, I was just honestly, like just a few days ago, listened to it all the way through for the first time. Cause I had been bookmarking it to get to, and I still need to give it some more listens. But, um, was it the Define Feminine? The last one, I was like, yo, this is a dope album. Like I really, which it really surprised me from that because, um, I, I'm I'm a fan of his, of course, as I said, but I think for a few years in there, a few projects at least, I just kind of wasn't agreeing with his artistic direction, if you will. Not that it matters. Like obviously, like I don't have any say over anything, or don't know him personally. But it's it. I mean, and that's possible. I'm a person that's like, if your artist, I mean, I like artists to be who they want to be in their artists, and if they move in a direction that I ain't necessarily feeling. I ain't calling them trash. I ain't calling them whack. I ain't saying they fell off. It's just cool. Like he's making the music. He or she is making the music they want to make. And I'm happy for them as long as it's being successful. Like I might not be cool with it, but hey, if you turn around and you make some of that stuff that I do, like I will definitely be there to enjoy. So I think I first started listening to him maybe like 2000. Yeah. I think the first song I heard from Matt, it was definitely with Wiz Khalifa. And I think it was Cruise Control, which is a Matt Miller song on um, his mixtape highlight. So that's like 2009, maybe the latter half of 2009. So that'll be where it started. And that's because I was a huge Wiz fan at the time. And um, I'm, I'm still a Wiz fan. But at that time, that was like 
you know, Wiz was one of my top, my favorite artists that I really, really was listening to from like 2006 to probably like 2009 or 10. And, um, so one of those artists where it's like, oh, he on the track or he's featured on that, on that mixtape. Oh, I'm gonna definitely give it a listen. Like, you know, that's, you got me sold from there on. So that's, that's where my first introduction to Mac was. And as time went on and his next, uh, mixtape, uh, that came out of that next year, Kids, which is, I think, kicking incredibly dope stuff or whatever. I think that's what it stands for. That definitely had some joints on it. Uh, Best Day Ever, which I think is for a lot of people that I know are Mac fans or talk about Mac. That's kind of where they start. Either maybe that's their first mixtape to him or or that's just their favorite mixtape, which is a, it was definitely a solid mixtape. I think that was when he started kind of blowing up a little bit more in his own merit. Maybe that was the one that came out after. Yeah, that, that came out after the whole Laura Finesse lawsuit situation, which definitely kind of propelled him a little bit. Um, at least put his name out there a little bit more. So yeah, it's been, you know, it's unfortunate that that homie passed, but, um, I kind of started going back through some of his catalog, just reminding me of some of these songs I ain't heard in forever. Not just his, but other folks too, other artists I think about that I was listening to, especially like around 2007 to 10, 11, 12 or whatever that I haven't listened to since or whatever. These, these underground artists that like, uh, the cool kids, I, I definitely went through one of their earlier mixtapes that I had listened to in a while. And I was like, Oh yeah, I used to love this joint. So it, it's been kind of a, you know, a uplifting experience doing that just cause I, I definitely love everybody knows me knows. I love my music, love my hip hop. And, and so it's, it's been good to just kind of revisit a lot of joints that brought me so much joy. So I appreciate that. And, and I appreciate Matt Miller for that. Cause he definitely has a lot of joints that, that brought a lot of joy to me and definitely a lot of songs that, I really, really rock with like the one I, I opened up with. That's um, was Rhapsody song featuring him, but uh, I just I don't know. It's just a, a bright song to me. I've always been favorite, probably my favorite Mac Miller or a song with Mac Miller. Only like I said, it's Rhapsody song. Another one which is actually more of a guess you say somber song though. But I, I just really rock with it a lot. Is um, things can't fight the the feeling featuring Kendrick Lamar. Like I just really love that song a lot. That was on um. I think it was on Macadelic. Yeah. It's on that mixtape. But shifting sort of back over to something that related to Max Death that is just really irritating and upsetting me is is really just the all the fans who are all the people who are blaming Ariana Grande for this. Like it was already irritating enough too when they were blaming her for not staying with him during his uh uh, substance abuse issues and 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 for breaking up with him that was already wild enough and then on top of that now you're trying to like you know throw the weight of his death all on her and and then which is you know if we want to talk about substance abuse and and um, the importance of mental health and mental stability around max death that's definitely counterintuitive to sit there and try and you know test her and and her you know put something like you know put that some heavy stuff to put on like a, a burden of death like that's just something i wouldn't want to wish on anybody because that, that that's the stuff that eats people up alive at night you know that's so and and folks are doing that it's it's toxin toxic fandom and masculinity which honestly are 
I think are two very closely related, if not the same thing, um, because I feel like they really overlap and they're close. Because when I think of toxic fandom, it's usually coming from guys and it's oftentimes related to some sort of misogynistic thing or something like that. So this, I don't know, it just really disgusts me and it's been infuriating me. I don't really know what to do about it other than tell people to start wilding, but it's it's really hard, but... I don't know, that's just something that needs to be addressed. People really be going in too hard over stuff for no reason and, and really hurting situations more than helping if that's what they think they're doing. But the burden is not on women to fix men. You know, that's that's not their job. That's not what women are here for. That's, you know, you nobody has to stick with anybody for any reason. So if somebody is going through a drug addiction and and I believe Ariana tried to stick it out from what I understand. I don't keep up too much with it. Like I know stuff, but I don't really be diving deep into stuff like that. But from what I've heard and, and read that, I mean, she tried to stick it out and she was like, she definitely loved him or cared deeply for him, but got to the point where it's like she couldn't do it anymore, which is, is valid. Like she didn't have to do it from jump. She didn't have to stick it out at all, you know? You start talking to somebody or whatever friendship, relationship, and then you realize, like, oh, y'all do crack? Like, from day one, you don't have to stay with them. That's not your job. That is not your job. Like, I mean, yes, it's great to be a good person and look out and try to provide help if you can, but help doesn't necessarily mean staying in a relationship with this person at all because then it becomes damaging to you. So please leave Ariana alone. Um, I mean... If for anything, do it for the memory of Matt, because he definitely, if you're a real fan, you know that's not the type of thing that he would want uh, to happen. So, yeah, just, just please, and stop being so trash. That's that's the other thing. Just, just don't be trash, please. So that's really all I have for today. Just wanted to pay my respects to uh, to Mac and, and go down memory lane and, and tell folks to stop being so trash to women and stop harassing women uh in this case ariana grande specifically and let people grieve and stop trying to you know put all this weight on her shoulders and so i'm trying to keep these episodes like around 15 minutes maybe more like 10 to 15 range i want to do them short so i'm trying to get more in the habit of well when i have something on that pops on my mind just sit down record talk about it a little bit that way i can build up a little more content and and get a better experience at doing these and and make them you know make better more meaningful episodes so that's what i'm working on and that's what i'm shooting for so i'm was listening to joe button on um the breakfast club talking about a lot of different subjects but one thing that was sticking out to me was how he was talking about just how difficult it is to do a podcast on your own and people do it, but I, I personally think that it would be a lot better to have, you know, someone in the booth with you and, and a lot easier. So it's so in an effort to improve myself and my podcast, especially since I'm still doing this uh, solo dolo right now. I want to try to make the episodes a little more concise and, and straight to the point. And like I said earlier, it's that way so I can try to produce more content and, and get in a better flow of talking and being comfortable in front of the mic and how to perfect my delivery and execution. And so I'm working on it. And so look forward to a, a little more episodes coming out. I, I say bi-weekly, but I mean, this one's about to be 
I just dropped one last week and I'm going to drop this one this week. So I'm going to still say bi-weekly schedule. I know that's not an inconsistent thing. That's I'm going to figure that out. I ain't going to discuss that right here on the podcast. But yeah, just just look forward to them coming out. Um, And I'm going to try to keep them short, sweet. So as always, you can hit me up at uh, BJinx on Twitter, BJYNX, or at Thoughts and Eyes, uh, I spelled out E-Y-E-S. Or you can check the blog at me, my thoughts and eyes dot wordpress dot com. Once again, eyes E Y E S. And thank you for listening. Provide any feedback that you feel uh, you're willing to. And thank you. years old with a dream when my mom's told me i could do anything said she'd be there forever no matter what's the weather she'd always have my back even when we weren't together and i took her for granted thought i had a plan it's a different generation i don't think you'd understand in the quest to be a man you start to learn you need your family it wasn't for them i'd be way closer to insanity it ain't about the vanity think about what's important the reason i was six years old rocking some jordans the reason i had food own damn room a tv in the living room to watch my cartoons i just hope she know i love her the world's best mother yeah it ain't fair